Side Hustle Show 304, Girls Hustle Harder. This is the $5,000 a month part-time Girl Scout blog. What's up? What's up? Nick Loper here. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show because the best way to serve yourself is to serve others. And serving others is exactly what Jody Carlson's been up to with her blog, LeaderConnectingLeaders.com. It's a site she's been running part-time since 2014 and has slowly built up to five to $6,000 a month in revenue. That comes from a combination of mostly digital product sales, advertising, and affiliate relationships. The surprising thing, to me at least, is she's done this in a niche that theoretically doesn't have any money. Her readers and customers are almost all volunteers, and they're donating their time to local nonprofit groups, in this case, Girl Scout troops. On the surface, that seems like as tough a niche as any to tackle, which makes Jody's results even more impressive. She brings more than two decades of experience in Girl Scouts to the table as a scout and then as a troop leader, and even though the blog didn't start out with dollar signs in mind, she's turned it into a substantial income stream. Stay tuned to hear how she comes up with product ideas and prices those, how she made her first sales, and how she's grown her traffic and income all while working full-time and raising a family. Notes and links for this episode, along with a free PDF download with all of Jody's top tips from the call, are at sidehustlenation.com slash Jody. That's J-O-D-I. You're about to hear how Jody figured out a unique way to get paid for her skills and knowledge. And when I need to get paid, I rely on our sponsor, FreshBooks.com, to help me send professional-looking invoices to clients or advertisers. Inside FreshBooks, you'll find not just invoicing, but also expense management, proposals, time tracking, and more, all in one place, so you can spend less time on your admin and paperwork, and more time growing your business and serving your customers. Visit freshbooks.com slash side hustle to start your 30-day completely free trial today with no credit card required. That's freshbooks.com slash side hustle, and enter the side hustle show in the how did you hear about us section. I'll be back with my top takeaways from this call with Jody after the interview. Ready? Let's do it. Back in 2014, I started this blog not to find readers or to sell products. I actually started it to help myself and then to help troop leaders in my my community because I had been doing it for so long and I was actually recycling ideas over and over again, but every single time I had to plan it again because I would throw out the directions like activities for the scouts to do. Yeah, exactly. So I went ahead and created the site and started just documenting all the events that we went to. And then at the bottom of every blog post, I just would put my email address and said, hey, shoot me an email if you have any questions or want some more ideas. And then I sent this blog out to the seven or eight troops that lived in my community. And I thought, that'll be it. That'll be my reach. That'll be as far as I go. And I didn't have any Google Analytics. I didn't have any ads. That was it. It was just a simple site just like that. Then somewhere in mid-2014, I got an email from somebody that lived in California that said they saw my website and they loved the ideas and wanted to know if I had any more. It kind of blew my mind. I was like, oh, there's people outside of my little community looking at my website. So you imagined, hey, I just sent it to six people I know in my town and and then all of a sudden somebody from the other side of the country sends you a note. They've discovered this through Google, through social media, through somehow, and they found you. Exactly. And then the what they had found was I was mentioning that I had this activity book for the Cadet Comic Artist Badge, but I didn't 
put it on the site. I just put that I had this activity book, email me and I'll send it to you. I mean, even in 2014, even though I am a web developer, I, I just didn't do anything with blogs. I didn't know how all this stuff worked. I, it was just a WordPress site that had a few things. So I didn't have it attached. So knowing that somebody wanted this booklet, that was when I was like, well, maybe I should sell it. Not for too much, just a little bit and see if I make anything off of it. So that was kind of like that aha moment. Maybe I can make some money and help troops all over the place with this blog. Okay. So did you say, yeah, I'll send it to you. Here's a PayPal link. Well, this particular version I did. I did it. I was like, oh, I have an activity exit booklet. Here it is. And I sent it to them. And they got back to me and said it was great. It made earning the badge so much easier. And she wanted more. She was like, do you have any more? And I'm like, I did at that moment I really didn't. All I had was just notes and papers and things that I was giving my girls to run their own meetings and such. Did she tell you how she happened to discover the site? She said it was on Google and I thought I didn't even index it, I didn't think, but at the time, I didn't realize that if you have it checked in WordPress... <laughs> yeah, they're, they're crawling everything. They'll crawl it all, right. So, so yeah, she found it on Google because there was not very much out there to help a leader trying to earn that badge. So all she searched for was comic artist badge ideas, and I came up on the first page. First page. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so that was... Very low competition keyword. Yeah, exactly. So I was very impressed with that. So I decided... Before I would jump in making all kinds of other booklets, I took that cadet comic artist badge and created a store on teacherpayteachers.com. And the reason I did that was after doing some research and seeing where it would be the best place to put this book, I found one other person had a page on Teacher Pay Teacher that sold a booklet for one of the other badges. And of course, I bought that book to see what it was all about. And it was different than the way I did mine, but I thought, okay, if they're on there, that must mean that they're selling it, or at least people are looking at it because there was reviews and there was followers. So I was like, you know what? I'll put it out there and see what happens. So not expecting to make anything off that book, <laughs> I ended up selling six of them in the first week. And that was without promoting, without doing anything. I just put it out there and then forgot about it and went back to my day-to-day -day things. So... That was when I started really jumping in headfirst. So Teachers Pay Teachers, really popular marketplace for lesson plans, classroom activities and stuff. Before you mentioned, I didn't think of that as a place for Girl Scout activities. I thought of more like teacher classroom type of stuff. But a pre-existing marketplace, a buy buttons marketplace for material just like this and with an audience of buyers already built in. Correct. And being that I found the one other one out there, I thought it'd be a good place to go. And it's actually funny because after just now going back on a teacher pay teacher, there are a few other people now that do have shops that sell printable booklets that help Girl Scouts. And I'm connected. I connect up with these people and I've talked to them. And I mean, I don't find any anyone that's doing the same kind of stuff I'm doing as competition. So I always find it it helpful to talk to other people that are doing similar things that I'm doing to help leaders. And if there's any way that I can get that information out to the readers and get permission from them. So I, I don't know if it was me that opened up the idea of, Hey, let's start. Cause they're all leaders too. These people that are doing it were leaders first and now they're creating booklets. And if I was the one that gave them the idea, that's great. And I'm so happy for it. And I hope there's even more of the people that do it, even though, you know, that makes me have competition, but there's no, 
one way to run a troop and one way to earn a badge. And I love to see that the community is growing more online with that type of stuff. Okay. So you sell six of these in the first week. What's the price point on it? At that moment, I was selling them at $4, $4 a booklet. So what happens after that? So after that, we go about a year. And this is, this is still like summer, fall 2014 Yeah, yeah. Probably around December of that year, I started really jumping into listening to podcasts, finding the big up-and-comers online that had great ideas of building a blog and did a couple courses and really got my feet wet, you know, on what do you do to start building a blog that gets traffic? So I did that for a couple months. Then I, I kind of let the site sit for a little while because I got pregnant. And then so I was pregnant in that winter time and had my son in early 2015. So during the last months of my pregnancy, I was just, I didn't really do much of anything. I was actually just exhausted. <laughs> and so I didn't, you know, I wasn't thinking about the blog. I was still running a troop at the time. I still ran the service unit. Then I had my son. And right after I had my son, I did two meetings and I was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't run a troop, have a son and just do it all. I was so exhausted. So at that point I sat down the, the leadership role and I stepped away. I stayed connected to the troops, but, and I'm still connected to the troops, but I'm not involved in a volunteer basis anymore at all. As soon as I stepped away, I actually kind of got depressed because I was like, this was my life. This was my hobby. This is what I enjoyed doing. That was my passion. And then I remembered, I have this blog that I started and there's a way that I can stay connected by continuing to share all my knowledge from the last 25 years and maybe potentially share it with more people than just in my own community. So probably it was June of 2015 was really that next six months was when I really built up the site. I started by adding Google Analytics. I added ads. I did more research on how affiliate marketing worked. I started working on more booklets and started releasing booklets for each of the different levels and then had a mailing list so that I could start sending out information monthly to people that found me and wanted to continue to get information from me. And you've got a baby in the house and you're working. So it's like, uh, just you know, in my spare time. Right. You know, at that point I was back to work, you know, maternity leave was over. So this was, you know, in the evening after he went to bed or on the weekends, if I had a couple hours here and there, but it definitely wasn't like a 40 hour week building it up. It was definitely a, a slow process. In 2015, I was probably only making like 40 or $50 in a month. But at that time I thought that was amazing. It was extra money. It helped pay for formula. It was definitely, it, it, it motivated me to continue, to continue adding. But that wasn't even like, the biggest motivation to keep doing this was the emails. Like I get emails weekly from people that found the site and said that I was the biggest help or my girls loved it. Or I even get pictures of the girls using the programs. And, and it just brings a big smile to my face knowing that what I'm doing is helping more than my 40 girls, I'm helping thousands of girls and leaders all over. During this time, or even fast forward to today, what's driving traffic for you? 
60% of my traffic comes from Pinterest. Girls Got Leaders go there, I think, first thing to start looking for ideas. Okay. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. So Pinterest was my number one. And then and Google, just organic searches were like my number two, depending on what they're searching for. I don't really rank well for just Girl Scout ideas because there's just there's a lot out there. And a lot of times the councils will come up first or things like that. But when people are searching specifically for badges that I have blog posts for or products for, I'll rank pretty high on those and I'll get a lot of click-throughs and subscribers from those visits. And then my third place... So was that the content strategy, like focusing on the specific badges rather than the, what do they call it? Not the long tail, but the fat head of Girl Scout ideas, but like going after that long tail stuff? Yeah, yeah. Because my site is primarily Girl Scouts. If you went there, like the tags at the top are going to be like Daisy through Ambassador and you got leader resources. But all of these badges, badge booklets that I made are actually topic based. So like, for instance, the comic artist, if you're in Heritage Girls or Frontier Girls, or just in any other kind of program related to girls and you want to do a comic program, this booklet will work perfectly for you. It's not nowhere in that booklet does it say you have to be a Girl Scout. It's just I focus it on Girl Scouts because I was a Girl Scout. I was never any of these other programs. But I get a lot of women emailing me from Girl Guides, which is like a Girl Scouts from around the world. So Girl Guides Canada, people from Canada, and then the Frontier Girls, sometimes those leaders will reach out and ask if the program works for them. So it's more of like a niche slash, it allows for a little bit more open-ended help too, you know? Okay. I was going to ask how come it's Girl Scout focus when I have Girl Scouts in the domain, but it sounds like you have the ability to go slightly broader with the leaderconnectingleaders.com domain. Well, I stay away from using Girl Scouts in the domain or using Girl Scouts in the products or in my product sales because I'm not actually associated or affiliated with Girl Scouts of USA. I don't work for them or with them. This is just my passion and my site. So I know like with any corporation, everyone has a lot of logos and the badges are all copyrighted. And I don't want to get into that kind of situation. So I kept it generic so that, I, A, I can help more than just Girl Scout leaders. And, and eventually it might build out to where at the top my tabs won't be Daisy through Ambassador. And maybe I'll start adding in these other programs. But that might be in five, six years. Maybe my daughter will get involved in it. But I want to be firsthand before I really focus on straight in on one of those programs, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I want to have the background to actually have a leg to stand on and then just hope that what I have now will help those kind of leaders as well and, you know, pull out pieces that will work for them at this point. No, that makes sense. Did you know that roughly half of Side Hustle Nation hasn't started their side hustle yet? If that's you, I get it. Starting and building a business is tough. It takes more than just an idea. There are tons of moving parts, and it's a bit like trying to assemble your airplane in the middle of takeoff. Thankfully, our sponsor, Taylor Brands, is helping Side Hustle Show listeners make that leap and make it all a lot easier. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, making sure you have everything you need all in one place. Think of it like your behind-the-scenes partner for things like LLC formation, licenses and permits, getting an EIN, setting up your business bank account, bookkeeping and invoicing, insurance, logos, trademark protection, and a lot more. Taylor Brands helps you handle it all seamlessly. And to get you started, Side Hustle Show listeners get 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans when you use our link. That's taylorbrands.com slash side hustle. Taylor Brands, like a tailor for your clothes, T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A. 
A-N-D-S dot com slash side hustle. Start your business journey today with the help of Taylor Brands. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search and hit the ground running with your new hire. But what if you could get rid of the search part and just get matched with qualified candidates? Well, now you can with our sponsor, Indeed. It's simple. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. The matching and hiring platform is trusted by over three and a half million businesses worldwide to connect with great talent faster. And 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. For my next hire, I'm using Indeed to tap into a talent pool of 350 million unique monthly visitors. And what else is cool is Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets. And how about this? Side Hustle Show listeners get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Just go to Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So Pinterest is driving traffic. That seems like a natural fit. People looking for these activity type of inspiration for those. What else on the on the marketing front? Well, like I said, Pinterest is my biggest one. And in the last year, Pinterest is very time consuming to just be visiting it, making images for it. I mean, if I had spent all my time making images, I would never have time to really work on content. So in the last year, I've actually hired a Pinterest virtual assistant who makes images and, and manages my Pinterest page. Then I was like, okay, you know, that's off my hands. Now what's next? Because I'm always got to have like the next thing. So at that point in early 2017, I didn't have, I didn't have anything on Facebook other than me having my face on the groups talking to people and just interacting. So I decided I would create a Facebook page. So now I have a Facebook page and that was started in mid 2017. And I wasn't sure if it was really going to do anything for me, but it has been probably one of the best decisions I've ever made because now I can communicate with people on my own front. Like I don't have to look at what are the group rules and what can I say and what can I not say. Instead, like I own the page. Okay. And it's a page and not a, not a group. It's not a group. It's an actual page page. So I run like Facebook contests, monthly giving away books. I'm able to create conversation posts. Just recently, I started a pen pal party. Every Thursday, I post a, a new image so that people can find pen pals and they can communicate on there. It allows me to boost posts, which then more leaders are found and brought into the community. And it's it's really helped a lot. Okay. Well, that's interesting to hear because everybody is singing the the death knolls of Facebook. They're like, oh, the pages are dead. You know, you're never going to get any organic reach through Facebook. Yeah. I actually, it's funny. I, the, the pen pal one, I just, I did a boosted post for $15 for the week and my organic find was like 11,000. And then what I paid for was such a minimal amount. I mean, it really just comes down to the engagement. If people are actually commenting and sharing and liking whatever post you put out there, you get you bump up, people see you. And I notice that a lot when it's ever, whenever I put a post up that's funny, like if it's a funny post that a leader thinks funny, they'll share it and then another person will share it. And, and all of a sudden I got 75 new page likes and 50 more people on my mailing list. So it's definitely been a good marketing piece for me. Yeah, that's awesome. What are you using for that email list today? I am currently using MailerLite. I've tried, I think, probably every one out there. I tried MailChimp. I tried ConvertKit. 
I liked ConvertKit. They were just a lot more expensive for somebody like me with just a single blog. So I switched to MailerLite and it does what I need. It, it has forms, it has automation, and it gets the mail out and people are opening the emails. So, Well, that's a good thing. That's one I'm not super familiar with. So we'll link that up in the show notes. How does the storefront work on Leader Connecting Leaders? Sometime after the summer of 2017, I probably had 15 books at this point and I was still just using Teacher Pay Teacher. And I decided that with the teacher pay teacher, it's a great place to have a shop. But on top of like the fees that you get from PayPal, I also had the fees I had to pay teacher pay teacher. So, so you would link from your site to the the checkout page on teachers pay teachers? Yeah, I would just link them to the product on the teacher pay teacher site. And the advantage being they handle all the payment processing, they do all the stuff, and they handle fulfillment as well? Yeah, so most of my, well, at that point, all of my products were they're all PDFs. So you get them instantly. You don't have to wait for them to come in the mail. And then teacher pay teacher, if there's any issues with billing and you know that's all on them, I didn't have to deal with that. But I also looked at the profit margin and I was like, it might make more sense to try to put this out onto my own site, like create my own shop and sell them directly from my site. And then it would automatically go into their email and it would still be all automated and I wouldn't have to touch anything. So I went ahead and created a WooCommerce site. And so I sell my booklets on my site, but instead of, I decided to keep the teacher pay teacher site because some people are still a little leery about purchasing booklets off of sites they don't know. So I kept that and I kept debating on dropping it and closing it. So, but instead I decided I just wouldn't promote it on my site. You won't see links saying, if you don't want to buy it here, you can buy it here. I just kind of keep them separate. I don't promote it on Pinterest or anywhere out there, but I'm still making a decent amount of money off the teacher pay teacher shop. So I'm not going to get rid of it because people are fine. They were going there to search for things. So it made sense just to keep both places. So every time I put out a new book, I put it in both places. You can buy them directly from me or you can buy them off the teacher pay teacher site. Okay. I'm curious what the revenue split is. Maybe not the revenue split, but the share of sales that are coming from your site versus Teachers Pay Teachers today? I would say three-fourths comes directly on from my site, and then a quarter of it is coming from Teacher Pay Teacher. How many how many books do you have now? How many products do you have now? I knew you were going to ask that, so I looked. I, I have about 53. Wow. But you know, six of them are taking a bigger book and breaking it down to smaller chunks so that if you don't want to pay for the whole amount right off the bat, you can try it first. So I mean, I would say 50, about 50 books. And it's ranging from the daisies all the way up to the ambassadors. Or if you don't know levels, it's kindergarten through 12th grade. And they're all just electronic file delivery, PDF files, print them at home and use with your own troop. Yep. All of them are PDFs, except for I do offer my daisy program that helps them earn all the petals and the flower center. That was a 40-page book when it was completed, and I created Petal Fairy characters to go with it, and it's got a sticker book, and I designed that whole thing, and you can actually have it mailed to your house, or you can still do the PDF. So that way it gives them an option. It's a little bit more expensive to have it mailed to you, but it's a bound book with 30-some pages, or you can print it off at home. And for the electronic files, WooCommerce is handling the 
automated delivery of those? I actually use a fulfillment company. So anyone that orders the ones that are mailed to them, they get notified and then they will produce the product and mail it out to the person that purchased. And then the digital ones, as soon as the sale's completed, they'll get an email with the download instantly right after purchase. How do you delineate between the free content you're going to put up on the blog for the sake of Pinterest, for the sake of Google, and what you're going to charge for in these books in the in the storefront? Well, I actually started, a, I'm going to call it like an, with every book, there will be a post. And then along with the post that goes with the book, I also try to do two to three posts that don't really sell anything. They might share other ideas on the site or maybe someone else's product, but it won't be my products. So with every booklet, you'll find a post, it'll say something like five fun ideas to earn the comic artist badge. And then within that post, you'll find the information about the booklet, but then also four to five additional ideas that you can print off right now and use with your troop and you don't have to pay for them. And then that way, Every post that I put up provides value, even if you don't plan to spend a dime. And that, that's kind of been my mantra since the very beginning. I want to make sure that if you're clicking into my site, you read that post and you walk away with something you can use with your troop right then without spending any money. And even the products themselves, we should add, are not expensive products. I mean, you mentioned the $40 or the 40-page booklet, but most of these are like Four to six dollars. Yes. So to put up the revenue numbers that you are, it's like a huge volume of orders. Yeah, and I and I've actually been told by a number of small business owners and people that have talked to, been mentored by. They all say, "Wow, you're really giving away these books." And I'm like, "No, I'm not really giving away the books because I I know my audience. I know what leaders can afford. Leaders are coming in." as volunteers. Most of the time as a new leader, you have no money. You're spending your own money until the girls do a fundraiser. So if you're coming in, it's your first meeting, you haven't even collect dues, you got to come up with everything, buy all the supplies. So anything above $6 for the planned program is, is going to be way too much. I kind of landed at the $6 mark. I adjusted it. I started out at four and then I moved up a little bit and then I moved down a little bit and I, I wanted to see like where that sweet spot was for leaders and, you know, also got feedback. I send out these books for free and ask them to use them and ask them what they valued it at. Most of the time they'll say either priceless or they'll say if I had the money, I would pay $20 for this thing just so I didn't have to do any planning. But I just feel like $6 is a good number. They're PDFs. I don't have to print, so there's no print costs. I've already made the book, so the time that it took me was really my only cost. Right. It's, it's one of these digital assets where you create it once and sell it over and over again. Exactly. So... And so I felt like the $6 was a good number. And then the DAISY program, when I started that out, I started it out, priced it a little bit higher, let some people try it for free, got their opinions. We got troops that are in California and Texas and areas that they have more resources where there's a lot of rural troops. Like I, my troop is out in the country and we have people that can't even afford the dues. So I don't want to upcharge and make it impossible for someone to be able to use the programs. And then I also offer ways to get free books. So I have a referral program. So if you buy you buy a book, you're going to have an account with a link and you can send that link out. And if another leader comes in and buys a book, they get 20% off of their first order and you get a free book. So I'm kind of 
using the leaders as a way to market as well as helping them save even more. Oh, I like that. That's pretty slick. What's the software or the tech that's running the referral program? It's actually just a WordPress plugin that connects into a WooCommerce. I, I believe I bought it right off of the WooCommerce website. And then it just gives the link at the end of the purchase and and then they have it in the account to use. Are you worried about running out of content ideas since now it might be a few more years before you jump back into the troop leadership role with your daughter? Are you, are you, do you find yourself like sitting at the keyboard, like struggling to come up with the next blog post? No, actually I don't because I have not, I wouldn't say 25 years worth of pictures to look through, but you know, probably the last 11 years, I you know took lots of pictures of my troops doing activities. So a lot of times I'll just go into a folder and if I can't come up with a blog post title, I'll just pick a folder and be like, okay, it's Christmas time. Let's pick this folder. And I'll look at the pictures, see what we did. Remember, oh yeah, that was, that was an activity that I could write about. And then I jump into writing it. The other times I'll just go to Facebook and go to a group and read through some comments and see what people are struggling with. And then it'll remind me of how I handled that situation and write something up or give away something free or add it into a program for a booklet. Okay, interesting. So using some guerrilla marketing, you know, sneaking in these other Facebook groups with your target audience and saying, well, what are the threads about? What are they asking about these days? Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes there are things that I would have thought, oh, anyone knows that. But there are times that new leaders just are not aware. And it'd just be good to have some place offered. Like one of the big things is pen palling. I mean, everybody wants to be able to find another troop to pen pal with. And a lot of times they'll just post, I have a troop of five girls and they're this age. Can someone, you know, connect with me? And then that post gets lost because it gets shot down to the bottom of the page or someone can't find that. So I started adding a pen pal party on Thursdays on my page so that people can start connecting. It stays tagged at the top for the week. And then I'll delete that one and start another one the following week. And I started it last week, actually. So and I thought, oh, we'll see how it goes. And I've gotten messages saying this was an amazing idea. I think there's like 40 or 50 people on there. And today I got to delete that one and start another one. And the whole point of the post is to get people to comment on it and connect with each other which of course Facebook's algorithm loves because they're like, hey, people are super engaged with this. Right, exactly. So yeah, and then someone will respond back saying, I also have a troop with this many. And then they go on their merry way, private messaging each other and connecting up. And it's like, I just made another connection. There you go, <laughs> plain, plain connector. Okay, so the product stuff, the, the booklets and stuff and the guides that you've created, that's one source of revenue. And that's coming in through your site and through Teachers Pay Teachers. I noticed you have advertising on the site. Is that a big source of revenue for you today too, given, I don't know what the traffic numbers are like, but what else is ringing the cash register? Back when I started really digging in, I jumped into AdSense, obviously, because that's like the free, everybody's doing it. That's how you can get some money from ads. And I ran across AdThrive and I was like, oh, I really want to be part of this network, but they want you to have 100000 views a month for three months straight. And I was like, that's my goal. I want to be part of that network. Well, in June of 2018, I am now part of the Ad Thrive community. And it was like such a, a big accomplishment. And my ad revenue pretty much doubled because they take care of making sure that your ads are where they should be, that you're making the most that you can be making. And adjust it every couple months. So I highly recommend them. And if, if you're looking for the next goal for your ads, Ad Thrive is the one that I would give 
thumbs up for. Okay, interesting. That's significant that the ad revenue would double from that. Anything else on the monetization front? I don't know if I mentioned, but I don't know how to do everything. And also my passion is the badge books, but leaders also need a bunch of other stuff. Like they'll reach out and say, do you have any escape room programs? I would have no way in a million years to come up with that. So I'm currently trying to find a partner that does it that I can add to my site and have them link over. I have an outdoor program that's just like that because I don't do the outdoor stuff as much. So there's someone else that does it and I link over to them. For certain things, if it makes sense, if they have affiliate programs, I will set up myself as an affiliate so that when people link over to this other site and buy their product, I'll make a commission off of their sale. But I am very picky. I've turned down a lot of people who have asked to be part of my site because it's not something that a leader could use or want. So I don't just put things up because I can make money. I want to make sure that it's something that leaders can use with their troops. Yeah, that's a cool strategy, actually, you know, partnering with other people to kind of fill in the gaps in the product offerings to say, hey, I'm not the expert in that, but let me introduce you to to somebody who is. Exactly. Jody, what kind of time commitment are you putting into this thing on a weekly basis these days? I would say about two hours a day, but not always consistently two hours straight. I do find myself living in my inbox a little bit too much. And I think that's going to be my next, how do I adjust my time on that? But I need to make sure that nobody's got questions or issues because my customer service is super important. I want to make sure that everybody has the books when they need them, because sometimes there's technical issues or something happened with the site and stuff like that. Yeah. You mentioned your Pinterest virtual assistant. Is there anybody else on the team? I have the Pinterest virtual assistant. I have two other people that helped me put the booklets together who were also part of my troop. And then I also have one other lady that works for another company that's helping me with some of the STEM programs. So they're not really on the team, but they're helping with individual projects and it's made it even better. What's next for you? Do you see this becoming a full-time thing or or where do you want to take it from here? When I went back to work this last month and left my kids at home after maternity leave, I really wish that I can say that this can be my full-time job. I would love for this to be my full-time job. But right now, you know, for financial stability and a pile of other issues with debt and student loans, I have to continue to work my full-time job. But I really do have aspirations to maybe eventually quit my job and be able to do this full-time. Right now, with summer and Girl Scouts being a slow time in the summer, right now it's not a stable income. Things slow down, which is expected. So I'm trying to figure out ways to be helpful for the audience during the times that they don't really need me. So a program that'll help them on their outdoor adventures or something else during the downtimes if they're going on trips and things like that. Okay. Yeah. So something to smooth out that seasonality. Exactly. Well, I'm really impressed with what you've built in what seems like a really interesting niche outside of I don't know. I mean, there's a niche for everything, but it's, it was one that I'm not super familiar with, even having grown up in Boy Scouts and stuff. I don't know. Maybe our troop leaders were out on the equivalent site on the Boy Scout side, like trying to do troop activities, but really, really impressed and, and really cool what you built over there. LeaderConnectingLeaders.com is where you can find Jody's stuff if you want to go check it out. Let's wrap this thing up with your number one tip for Side Hustle Nation. My number one tip would be that don't find any other bloggers as your enemy. 
even if they're in your niche or something close to your niche, you're not going to be successful unless you connect and collaborate and communicate with everyone out there. You're going to grow faster and you're going to learn a whole lot more if you don't find other people as your competition, more as your friend. <laughs> it's it's so true. I, I don't think anybody actually has brought that point up before. That's a really important one. Don't see other bloggers as your enemy. Time to connect <laughs> and collaborate. Yes. Jody, really appreciate you joining me and we'll catch up with you soon. This edition of the Side Hustle Show is brought to you by FreshBooks.com, the cloud accounting solution that's recommended by 97% of small business owners. This is Rob Eng, the senior marketing manager for FreshBooks on their two primary types of users, who he calls the craftsperson and the builder. Well, we kind of call more of the craftsperson, uh, somebody who is a freelancer, who works on their own, and who has usually a subject matter expert in that field. So like a designer, a web developer, a consultant, or even a podcaster. And so what they're looking for is a way to simplify their life because their life is their work. And they're really passionate about their work. And they're trying to save time so they could focus more on what they love to do. And we know it's not necessarily accounting. The other one is more of that builder. So think about that agency or consultancy. And that person is looking for about scaling and for growth. They want to look at ways to increase productivity, understand where their business is going and how to scale it better. So we have features in there to help with collaboration with your staff or contractors and helping give a really robust report so you understand how projects are running and how to be more efficient. Visit freshbooks.com slash side hustle to start your 30-day completely free trial today. That's freshbooks.com slash side hustle for bookkeeping bliss along with rockstar support. If you travel a lot for work or for vacation, you might be familiar with that feeling you get knowing you're leaving your space unused for long periods of time and you're still paying for that privilege. But hosting on Airbnb means you don't have to leave your home sitting empty when you're away. Being an Airbnb host isn't just a way to earn some extra cash. It's a chance to share your space and make a guest's vacation all the more memorable. You might be thinking, eh, maybe my place isn't the right fit, but don't write it off just yet. Your potential Airbnb might be right in front of you. Whether it's a spare room or even your entire home, there's an opportunity waiting. Airbnb turns your home into a practical and even profitable venture. We just got back from a family trip to Hawaii where we stayed in a great Airbnb, but our place back home could have been a highlight to somebody else's travels, and we could have used the extra cash to help pay for the trip. So if you're curious about hosting on Airbnb, find out how much your space could be worth by visiting airbnb.com host. Once again, that's airbnb.com host. All right, my top three takeaways from this call with Jody. Number one is to show your work. Remember how Jody's site started? It was just a way to document the activities she was doing locally with her troop so she could refer back to those and not have to reinvent the wheel next time. I think you can apply the same tactic to your blog. In fact, it's similar to Mike Rosica's story about blogging and passing the architecture registration exam. The theory goes, if you learn something along the way, other people might find that helpful too. I've tried to employ the same idea with content on Side Hustle Nation, documenting my experiments and results, good or bad, with various side hustles like Fiverr, Udemy, self-publishing, Amazon FBA, etc. And I think that's worked well, perhaps better than fluffy pieces on five reasons why entrepreneurship is so great. It also helps because almost by definition, that's going to be unique content people aren't going to find anywhere else. I think Jody's story is a powerful reminder to show your work, and that's takeaway number one, because it shows your relative expertise and helps people at the same time. 
Takeaway number two is to know your market. Between her time as a scout and her time as a troop leader, Jody is bringing literally more than two decades of experience to the table. There's no question she knows exactly who her site serves because she was that reader. That intimate knowledge of her, call it customer avatar, has played into her pricing strategies, her content creation, and really being an embedded member of certain online communities where readers are likely to be hanging out. I liked her point about letting community comments drive content ideas, even if they're not coming from a community she directly runs. I was kind of surprised by that because that comes up a lot. Ask your audience, right? Well, what if you don't have an audience? They're out there. You just have to find them just like Jody has in these other Girl Scout leader Facebook groups. This is one reason the niche sites that I tried to build a few years ago, like a wine-related site, never took off. I didn't know the market, I didn't care enough about the market, and I had a hard time getting excited about serving that market. So that's takeaway number two, know your market. And takeaway number three is to keep asking, how else can I serve? One thing that stood out to me was Jody's consistent effort to help her audience of Girl Scout troop leaders. She easily could have sat back with her first product and said, wow, this is awesome. People are buying my thing online. But instead, she took the attitude of, wow, this is awesome. People are buying my thing online. I bet there's more stuff they'd buy too. And then she went out and created it and more recently began partnering with other leaders to fill in the gaps in her product lineup. How else can you serve? If you have a site that's already getting some traffic, one easy way to do this is you can look up in your Google Analytics site search results. This is going to tell you what keywords people are looking for after they've already landed on your site. I use those keywords to come up with new content ideas and I know they're going to be relevant because people are already looking for information on those topics. So in that spirit, let me turn the question on you. How can I better serve you? Is there a topic or idea you'd like to hear in an upcoming episode or read about on the SideHustleNation.com blog? Let me know in the comments for this episode at SideHustleNation.com slash Jody. Again, J-O-D-I. At that URL, you'll also be able to find the notes and links with all the resources mentioned in this episode, and you'll be able to download the free PDF highlight reel summary with all of Jody's top tips from the call. Again, sidehustlenation.com slash Jody. That's it for me. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, let's go out there and make something happen, and I'll catch you in the next edition of The Side Hustle Show. Hustle on. Thanks for listening to The Side Hustle Show at www.sidehustlenation.com.